This episode of the Sportsman's Nation is brought to you by Outdoor Edge and their complete lineup of replaceable and fixed blade knives and game processing kits. Now, in my bag this year, I had the Razor Pro Saw Combo Kit. It comes in a very compact handy carrying case and one handle has the replaceable blade knife and the gutting blade the other handle has the saw that comes with it so I use the saw to split the pelvis and I use the gut hook to open up the cavity and the blade to start cutting all the stuff out right so uh, it makes cleaning a deer very simple very easy and the the knife is sharp and uh, if you've ever had to gut a deer with a dull knife, we all know how much that sucks. So um, take a look at the Razor Pro Saw Combo Kit and uh, head on over to OutdoorEdge.com and enter the discount code NATION30. That's NATION30 for 30% savings on your purchase. Welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. I'm your host, Nate Thomas. Joining me today, Micah Winstead. Micah is here. (laughs) Of course I'm here. What's up, buddy? Dude, I'm ready to get back out, kill a few more coyotes, but I'm also starting to get really get anxious about turkey season. Anxious as in excited? Yes. Excited. I'm hoping that my properties have some turkey on there. If not, I know I could go up north and probably get on some birds because i mean you and me both we're not huge into turkey hunting so but i'm I'm, this year i think i'm really gonna really gonna put it out there really Really gonna give it a yeoman's effort yeah yeah exactly so and i'm gonna try with the bow too so i'm pretty excited about that and we got some some uh, turkey episodes coming up soon i'm we're hoping at least yeah yeah excited about that april's right around the corner so you know be looking forward to that uh but today we have a pretty cool one uh, <laughs> what i said pretty cool okay okay just yeah. making sure yeah no we we are excited about today's um you know when we started this whole podcast thing we we wanted to make sure we got the opportunity to highlight organizations that are doing good things mm-hmm. in the outdoors and so um you know we've done that with a few other organizations and we hope to continue doing that um today's episode is uh you know close to my heart being an ex-firefighter um we have Jim Mesh and John Cerna yeah. with the John V. Mesh Memorial Scholarship. Um, so for anybody that uh, obviously you're going to get it explained to you by uh, Jim and John in the show, but uh, John is a Kansas. Uh, John was a Kansas City firefighter uh, that died in the line of duty on October 12th, 2015 mm-hmm. uh, in a uh, tragic accident. Um, him and another fireman uh, passed away in a, in a uh, arson uh, fire it was later deemed to be and two other firemen were were uh, injured pretty bad so yeah, it was a bad deal um it's a pretty big deal in the city at the time if anybody remembers if they're f- if you're from kansas city or even just from the missouri area and kind of remember that sort of time the royals were in the middle of their playoff run so that happened during it, it was just kind of a, a big deal at the time and jim and john have started this foundation to continue john meshes um memory right um moving forward yeah john was uh john mesh was he was in the outdoors a lot (laughs) and 
like we said, his brother was here and telling us all kinds of stories and stuff. And, uh, he was a diehard hunter and outdoorsman. So, uh, like Nathan said, they started this foundation to get kids involved in the outdoors as well as, uh, you know, help out with some, uh, scholarships for, yeah. you know, young adults and stuff. So it, it really cool episode. Uh, we really appreciate those guys making the drive coming out here tonight. And, yeah, they uh, actually came out in person with us. Yeah, which that's always better. We always uh, we prefer to do them all in person, but you can't do that all the time. But uh, I'm, not, guys, I'm not sure how John actually got here because he just had surgery on his arm. <laughs> I know he he come downstairs with. I'm like, am I supposed to shake your hand or not? <laughs> yeah, but, so no, they're both really cool guys. Yeah, and we had a good time with them, and uh, they highlight you know, obviously the John Mesh Foundation and uh, talk about what it's all about and the things that they're involved in. And uh, also how we as listeners and stuff like that, we can get involved. Or if you know somebody that has a kid or something like that, that wants to kind of, you know, doesn't have an opportunity to get out in the outdoors, maybe get them involved with this. They sponsor a bunch of different things, camping trips and bow hunting weekends and different things along yeah. those lines. So. They've, they've got their main fundraiser fundraiser every year. Yep. Um, but they basically try to do as much as they can for yeah. as many kids as they can. So, you know, they, they're involved in a lot of different things. Yeah. So even if you're somebody out there that's listening to us that uh, has your own foundation or nonprofit or, um, or if you just want to, like you're starting this hunting club for kids or whatever, Something. Um, this is the type of organization that you should know about because they, they help with that sort of stuff. Yeah, uh, I'm sure they can't do everything that is asked of them, but I'm betting you they want to try to do as much as they possibly can. Yep. So, um, two great guys that sat down with us today, and you're going to get a, an earful about um, what it is that this foundation does. Yep. So enjoy the show. All right. This is the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. All right, got a good one today, um, at least in my mind. We've got Jim Mesh and John Cerna with the John V. Mesh Memorial Scholarship. That was a mouthful. What's up, fellas? Morning. What's going on, buddy? Morning. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. It might be by the time we're done. You never yeah, know. Yeah. Talking to a fireman and an ex-Marine, so it could yeah. this could go all night. Former Marine. Former Marine. No yep. such thing as an ex-Marine. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's what I've heard. My my uncle is a Marine, so he uh, I hear from him all the time. So... Um, before we get into today's show, which we're basically going to talk about John's Memorial Scholarship Foundation, some of the stuff that you guys do, uh, to get kids involved in the outdoors. But before we get into it, I'll have you guys introduce yourselves and kind of talk about how this all started, uh, for a lot of the listeners, you know, some of them might not know who John was and, and what the story is around how this all started. Um, I'm well aware of it uh, because I grew up in the Kansas City area, and I just remember that day, uh, what happened. It's just that time of the year, a lot of stuff was going on. Um, so, uh, Jim, why don't you start, introduce yourself, and we'll go over to John after that. All right. I am Jim Mesh. I am uh, the brother of John Mesh. Uh, John was a Kansas City firefighter who was killed in the line of duty on October 12th, 2015, along with fellow firefighter Larry Leggio, and uh, they had two other firefighters that were injured that night. And in the wake of John's death, uh, John Cerna, who is with us tonight, 
that uh, was the driver of John's pumper that he had worked on pumper 10 approached me and asked me if I'd be interested in, in doing a scholarship in John's memory or a foundation. Um, obviously this tragedy, you know, was devastating to us, but we just couldn't, you know, let that, we had to have something to, you know, something good come out of it. Correct. Right. Keep John's legacy yeah. alive. So, uh, John approached me and, uh, said, hey, would you be interested in doing a scholarship in John's name? And I said, absolutely. So uh, we established the John V. Mesh Memorial Scholarship, which is a 501c3. And our main goal is to uh, get kids into the outdoors. Uh, me and my brothers and sisters grew up in an outdoor family, whether it be just camping in that, you know, camp going camping next to the river back, you know, this is in the right. 70s. I'm, I'm an older guy, but either camping or hunting or fishing or just – enjoying the outdoors in general so uh we thought the natural fit would be to do something outdoor related in john's memory yeah yeah and that that's one thing i was going to ask you is why did it why was it an outdoor related thing and i know you you and i have talked previously yeah. but i knew it was because john enjoyed the outdoors yeah, and that yeah. would have been a natural fit but so that's a good good way to put it uh john why don't you introduce yourself too real quick before we uh, get my, too far sorry my name is john cerna and uh recently retired from the fire department. I worked with John for almost 10 years on the same company and uh, considered him one of my brothers and best friends. Spent a lot of time in the outdoors with him. Uh, so when he uh, perished on the job, there, you know, that was something that meant a lot to me, uh, losing such a close friend, but I wanted to do something to keep his legacy and... Uh, it, it's funny how things transpire. So John and I spent a lot of time hunting together, um, you know, taking our kids hunting together and him and I hunting together. But, um, you know, I, I wanted to do something in the conservation area. And I said, you know what, let me just call, make a couple phone calls and see, um, you know, what I can do that's not just a scholarship, right? Everybody's right. got <clears throat> scholarships for everything. So I got Jim on board and I happened to call the Missouri department of conservation. And I, I don't even really remember how it transpired, but I called a gentleman and I called the number and a guy answered and I said, Hey, you know, my name's John Cern. I'm looking to start a scholarship. Do you have any direction that I can go to help, conservation agents get scholarships or you know what does it take to be an agent how much does it cost any anything like that and he said you know I, I kind of told him the backstory and, and what I want to do I said you know I, I want to get kids involved because yeah. that's what's important to John you know mm -hmm. he, he had four daughters they hunted since they could you know carry a, a shotgun or rifle right, right. so mm -hmm. he said well it's funny that you caught me on the phone he said uh I started a, a nature camp for girls and we're always looking for sponsors. I said, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's just fate. So he explained to me what he did and what it took. And, and I, I called Jim and me. I said, you're not going to believe this. I said, this guy starts this girls camp, Missouri nature camp for girls. Mm -hmm. That's got to be the very first thing that we sponsor. So he's like that. Perfect. And then, uh, you know, we threw together um, 
our first annual sporting clay shoot. That's our main fundraiser is a sporting clay shoot at, at uh, Powder Creek. So we threw that together and we had a great turnout our first year, raised a little bit of money and immediately went to the girls camp and away nice. we went. Nice. So that's how it all started right there. Huh? What, that, what year did y'all start this? 2015 so yeah. same year oh wow yeah. I, I had approached him and it, it, it I, I mean within a month you know i wanted going. to get something okay. going and it takes a little time to get yeah. all yeah. your ducks in a row right and then um the 2016 was our first shoot okay nice so it took a few months to get everything together but right. uh, yeah yeah it was a good turnout yeah when, when jim and i talked um a few months ago the first time we uh we uh talked you know it's it's odd for a guy like me, you know. I didn't know John. I'm not a, I'm not an ex Kansas City firefighter, but it's it's odd to me how to me it just seemed like John and Larry's deaths were were much bigger than unfortunately a lot of firemen die and a lot of a lot of them die in a lot of duty. Cops and firemen die and Overland Park just lost a guy, which is where I was from not long ago, a couple weeks ago, and you know you don't really hear about it ever, but. I think what was going on in our city at the time, you know, it was during the Royals World, Ser- World Series run, um, you know, that, that whole hat thing. I mean, I think I had three of them at one point in time, the the KCFD hats that uh, – mm-hmm. Crumpies. Crumpies. Crump- yeah. Crumpies. Sports Yeah, apparel. they did that, and, I, you know, I don't know where all that went. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's just his his death always stuck out to me. So when Jim reached out and he said John's name, I immediately remembered. And so – um, you know, I think being able to take what happened to him and then, you know, turn it into a, a positive, um, to, you know, his, his memory to continue to live on is, is big for you guys. And especially, you know, right after you lost your, your brother and your literal brother and your brother, uh, at the fire department is, uh, is big to, to start that. And then, um, you know, hopefully we'll talk about all the different things you guys do, um, after that first shoot that you did mm-hmm. for the uh, mm-hmm. the camp and, and stuff, so you know after you got it started, how kind of how did the growth go and what did you guys start kind of focusing on as far as getting kids uh, more involved in the outdoors, which is kind of the whole the whole goal of this this foundation you guys have started. Well, I would say the the first year. I mean, I mean, you guys know you're from here that it was. Uh, ended up the fire that uh, John passed away and ended up being an arson fire. Yep. yep. And uh, so it was sort of a big deal in the city. Uh, like you said, the the Royals were in the uh, – actually the uh, American League uh, yep. Championship Series, and they, they had the families on the field on national TV. And and uh, then they went to the World Series. And then with that being an arson fire and, and two guys getting uh, – you know, dying in the line of duty and two other guys getting hurt. And it was such a big fire that it was just, you know, just such a well-known event that the first year we did it, people just, you know, gravitated towards us because they, everybody, you know, wanted to, you know, be a, I don't want to say be a part of it in that way, but they wanted to, to help and be involved in, in comforting the families and to yeah. help and helping people in John's name. And that was sort of our, you know, moving forward from that first year, we were like, uh, you know, I hope that, you know, now it sort of, you know, uh, dies down and other stuff, world events happens. Is, how's this thing going to, 
you know, progress. And the people that we deal with are have been nothing more than or less than remarkable. Yeah. I mean, we're basically dealing with uh, guys that are on the job, uh, family, friends, uh, business acquaintances. I mean, we have no major sponsors per se. So everything that is donated to this charity is done by either people that John knows or I know or, you know, someone like you that I reach out to that knows right. about it and they want to do something. And it's just amazing that they just, to this day, we've, you know, been five or six years now and people still can't do enough for us. Yeah, Pe- the, people the want to get involved. Keep, right. The event the keeps growing. We're, we're actually the largest event that Powder Creek holds believe it or not, as far as uh, tournaments mm-hmm. uh, or I- any type of activity out there, we're, we're their largest event. Uh, but but to answer your question, um, the Nature Camp was, was the first thing that we sponsored, and mm-hmm. it, it carried on for a couple of years. And then Jim, uh, through networking and meeting people, hey, you guys help kids. Yeah, well, we, we do this uh, – bow hunting camp right so we sponsor kids in bow hunting camps and the the very first uh, I, i'm sorry to tell the story but this right. is my favorite story to tell what makes this whole entire thing worth doing so jim calls me i have a son that that was you know a, a mid-teenager at the time and and it was for 15 year and younger uh boys and girls right mm-hmm. they go to a weekend camp uh only bow hunting activities, right? So you learn how to shoot a bow. You ha- learn how to do, you know, uh, uh, for every type of archery hunting, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so it's a three-day event. They they stay in tents on, on someone's farm. and You can say where they deal. stay at. So, <laughs> so he, he calls me. He says, hey, um, I got your son. We're going to sponsor uh, four other boys to go down there. It's kind of spur of the moment. I know it's in two weeks, but we're, we got four kids that we're going to bring down there, and then we're going to sponsor four other kids or five other kids, five. whatever it was, to that that couldn't afford it, but otherwise wanted to go through through the people that put it on, right? Right. So we we donate and and pay for that. So we get down there. We're we're just kind of hanging out, and they're doing their introduction, and a young lady walks up to us. Uh, Jim and I are kind of standing in the back, and and she's got tears in her eyes. She said, hey, uh, my name's so-and-so, and my son is here for the weekend. I just can't thank you enough. He's one of the boys that you sponsored. I was diagnosed with, I don't know if it was breast cancer or some type of cancer, and it's been really hard on us financially and mentally, and, and this really fit perfect um, this weekend, getting him away, and, and I appreciate it. And it was just the most heartfelt thing in the entire world. And wow. that just made it for us right there. I mean, that one little instance yeah. yep. was, I mean, that's why you do it. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was awesome. crazy. That kid was probably the smallest kid size wise in that <clears throat> size wise in that camp. And he had really never been out and he ended up winning a uh, camper of the weekend. <laughs> and I think he ended up winning a free bow and this, that, and the other. And this little kid, I mean, he couldn't have come up to my kneecaps. And when, <laughs> when the mom came up, and when I was, you know, they introduced, hey, you know, some of the kids are sponsored by the John Mesh Scholarship. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, Jim and John Cerna. 
uh, that, you know, can you guys tell us what, so I was, and I noticed the lady, like John said, she was looking at me and I was like, why is this lady getting teary eyed? It just, and then when she come up and said that, you know, Hey, I'd lost my job because I got diagnosed and my son was originally supposed to come. And then yep. I had to tell him we couldn't afford it. And then, uh, they called back and said that you guys are sponsoring it. And this little kid come up and I mean, he stuck, stuck his hand out, shook our hands and it was just like, holy cow. And then for him to win the, you know, the, the hunter of the weekend award was just unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely makes you feel good knowing that you made the right decision to do something like that. I mean, which is why, you know, we wanted to have y'all on because our podcast, while we don't, we're not a nonprofit and we don't make any damn money, but I mean, <laughs> we're not a nonprofit. It's, it's, uh, we, we kind of have similar goals. Like we, we want to talk about the outdoors to get people more interested in things that Missouri has to offer and the heartland, but you know, mainly Missouri for the most part. And, right. And you know, if, if listening to this can get one, one parent to reach out to this foundation to say, Hey, I'd like to get my kid involved in this. What, what are my options? Um, you know, not everybody knows that you can just, you know, go buy a bow and start right. learning. I mean, how would you know if you've never even been around it your life or you've never never fished once in your life? How would you teach your kid how to fish? Right. I mean, it seems simple to a guy that's been fishing his whole life. But for but, somebody that lives in downtown or something like that and it's not around it, I mean, that's, I mean, you yeah. might as well just put them in a cage or something because, I mean, they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah it's, I mean, it's, it's like learning how to speak a different language. You, right. You don't know how to do it, so you just don't. Right. So um, that that means a lot, I mean, to be able to – to get those stories. And of course, as the time's gone, I'm sure you've had more of them, but, um, to, before we go down this, one thing I kind of wanted to, to talk about is, is John a little bit in the outdoors. Um, John mesh, your brother. Right. Um, what was some of his favorite things to do outdoor wise? Was he a big hunter, a big fisher? What was his, some of his favorite stuff? Uh, you guys were talking about some hog hunts that you went on that unfortunately didn't get to continue, but, you know, was that some of the things he enjoyed mostly? I would say bow hunting was yeah. by far the he top was of the list. Definitely, a, was he avid bow hunter? Absolutely. And just him and uh, we got an older brother, Mike, who uh, he was the first one. And Mike, like I said, my mom and dad, we would go hunting with my mom and dad as mm -hmm. little kids. You know, and I have uh, seven brothers and sisters, so I mean, they had a gaggle of us <laughs> just, just sitting out in the woods, camping out, or w doing whatever. You know, fishing yeah. down at the Missouri River back in the day. I mean, I can remember rabbit hunting down at Riverfront Park right there where Harris is at now. You know, mm -hmm. back then you could do it. So, <laughs> and it just, that's what we did. I can remember going duck hunting with my, my older sister. You know, I was in probably elementary school and she would take me duck hunting. That's just what our family did. So, but my brother Mike, uh, uh, he played uh, pro ball for the Red Sox and he started bow hunting. So he ended up passing it on to me and my brother john and my brother mark so my brother mark ends up shooting back i don't know in the sometime in the 80s like a 26 point buck up in chula up in northern missouri nice and at the time i believe it's like the number three bow kill in the state of missouri oh wow so then once we seen that oh now it's oh yeah time. well that <laughs> plus the fire like holy cow you know and back then you could go bow hunting and you wouldn't see another bow hunter the whole season. Right. You yeah. know, now you go bow hunting, you walk in on your own property, and you see a guy sitting in your stand. There's just <laughs> so many people that are doing it. But so that just, you know, morphed into, you know, my brother Mike and my brother John, they bow hunted 
you know, if he wasn't with Cerna hunting, he was bow hunting with my brother Mike. Yeah. And uh, and like John said, he has four daughters, and they are, for lack of a better word, girly girls. If you look at them, like, oh, them are beautiful little girls. But you get in front of them when they're trying to, they're, they're killers. They they're stone-cold killers. <laughs> yeah, they, they are some shooting fools. Nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, it's just one thing I wanted to talk about it. You know, what did he like doing? You know, because – like we said at the beginning, I didn't know John. Um, you know, you almost feel like I think for the listeners that knew what happened at the time and remembered it, you, a lot of people almost felt like they did know him. You know, because right. as an ex fireman like I was, you'd hear about stuff, and you know that sucks to have somebody, and then you know the next day you're moving on with your life. But you know, I never reached out and did nothing. I remember searching for those hats for him or for whatever right. yeah. for companies did, you know. Yep. And uh, you know, I don't know that what they didn't I don't know if they went to anything, but yeah, they you know, went to it, was, the, it was cool. Uh, yeah, they went to the the families, my sister-in-law and, and Larry's wife. I mean, I'm I thought I think they had like a 6-month wait period at some oh, point yeah. in time. I mean, it was just it was crazy what the city, you know, came out to to support well, the, the families. The guy that did that, his name's Andrew Romano. He owns that company's uh sports apparel shop and uh him and john actually went to school together did they and uh like he was telling me after after they passed away because i knew who he was you know just because mm -hmm. we grew up in the, the neighborhood the northeast neighborhood which everybody knew everybody but i was older than them and so i really didn't yeah but uh he he was telling me stories he goes yeah me and john actually went to a dance with we took these two girls together and we played football together mm. and he said i remember one time uh I don't know if John was older than him or younger. I can't remember what it was. He said, but one time he said, your brother laid the wood on me. He goes, he knocked me <laughs> on my butt. And he said, next thing I know, I'm you know laying on my back. And I look up and John's standing over me. He's like, oh, this guy's going to you know say something. He goes, well, and he reached his hand down and, and helped me up, patted me on my butt. It's a good yep. play, man. So he, you know, he had a, a, you know, deep respect for John and a friendship with John. And he said, man, I had to do something. That was a hell of an idea. I mean, yeah. I remember it just being – you saw them them hats all over the place, and uh, I remember when I went and picked mine up. He has a heck of a marketing idea because I had to wait for about ten minutes and ended up walking out of there about six right. other hats. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> like I like that one right there. Oh, this little the, they had a bin of uh, of hats that there's something wrong with them. Yep. But you couldn't tell what. I ended up walking out with three of those. You know, because they were like three <laughs> bucks a piece. Like it's a hell of an idea, but. Uh, so, but uh, anyway, um, yeah, I just kind of wanted to get an idea of what John liked to do, you know. Uh, so, moving into the different events, you guys talked about your annual shoot at um, uh, Powder, Powder Creek, which is in Lenexa. Yep. And uh, I was going to say, um, and then you did the the bow hunting thing with the kids. Yeah. What are some other events that you guys have gotten into uh, since fifteen? I mean, what are, do you have some staples? that you're you're doing every year uh obviously you do the shoot every year well our main fundraiser is the shoot this mm -hmm. year it'll be uh september 11th and uh at powder creek again and we will do uh hopefully a little better job of signing up with the covid it, yeah, we, we learned a lot weird. of yeah, how to how to thing. sign up online and yeah. get all of our teams online uh but through our website uh johnvmesh.org you can sign your team up and that'll be uh, it's a five-person five team, mm -hmm. September 11th. We provide lunch, dinner, uh, probably do 50 
we've normally done 100 shots. Uh, last year with COVID, we went down to 50, but we'll either do 50 or 100 shots. We provide. Is, yeah, we, we provide everything. It's, it's a great, you know, we don't have expert marksmen out there so it's really a <laughs> so if we come affair. to that we don't have to worry about <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah it's uh that is our main fundraising event and then uh throughout the year we find you know uh, anyone that's going to a university for conservation related degrees we give scholarships for mm -hmm. uh, any camps that we can provide assistance uh We've done some yeah, university stuff. Yeah, we actually partnered up with uh, Delta Waterfowl. Yeah. And we're their premier sponsor for the university hunting program at Mizzou, which, like we were talking about earlier, is you'll have some millennials that have never been in the outdoors. You know, I mean, you know, people that are 25 to whatever years old or, you know, mm -hmm. now, I don't know what they call them, but, you know, college age that have never been in the outdoors. Their parents didn't hunt. So, uh when I was talking to the fella at Delta, he was like, you know, I know you guys are more geared towards kids, but would you be interested in this? And I was like, heck yeah. He yeah. says, because of getting these people interested in the outdoors, these college age kids, getting them out there and giving them hands-on, you know, experiences and in the field. Yep. He said, that's how, you know, get them addicted. And then their kids, will yeah. get, you know, they'll take their kids out. The higher, like, the, what do they call it? Hunter retention. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Yep. I mean, cause if you think about it, you can, and it's great. Uh, you do it with the kids and stuff, but you do, if they do that one program, let's say they do the both thing. I mean, what's to say that parents going to continue on right. that tradition with them? I mean, right. that's, it's a hard thing to do, but it if is. you can get somebody in their twenties, that's an adult essentially, um, you know, they can make their own money. They can buy the stuff. They can, if they want to continue to hunt and fish and do those things, you know, your hunter attention is probably a little, little better. Yeah. So, and even yep. being, you know, down there, you know, he said, not all these people are interested in being hunters. They're just interested in the outdoors, you know, mm -hmm. so they'd be the stewards of the, the outdoors, whether it be conservation or, yeah. you know, doing programs that help the wildlife and stuff like that. Yeah. That's so. a big distinction, by the way. That's a good point, Jim. It's not just about, you know, being a hunter or being a fisher fisherman fisherwoman yeah. it's it's about the outdoors in general so if you're someone who just likes to go on hikes on all the freaking awesome state parks we have in this right. state by the mm -hmm. way um hidden gym here in our own home but uh you know that could be you know maybe you just want to become a hiker and you want to learn how to do it the right way or you want to be a rock climber or a bird watcher i mean right. it, it doesn't have to be <clears throat> Now, I will argue with anybody that says a hunter is not one of the biggest conservationists there is, because uh, I love that animal just as much as anybody, oh, even though I want to kill it. But, um, you know. We just know they taste good. They taste good. That's <laughs> that's the problem. They taste yummy. Um, and that's pretty awesome is you don't just have to want to become a hunter or want to become something that's taken the resource as well. You can just want to be someone who's involved in the outdoors. Yeah, enjoys outdoors. Yeah. yeah. You have to be a steward of the environment or yeah. Any, any hunter knows if we're yep. not, it'll be gone. Yep. 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 Yeah. That's, that's one of the things that, that me and John Cern has talked about, you know, over the past that, uh, you know, on our Facebook page or whatnot, uh, is three, six, three hunt club, uh, three, six, three being John's badge number. Mm -hmm. Uh, so you can also find us on three, six, three hunt club. And that tells you about everything we do as far as scholarships and our events and, 
and like you, Nate, you could you know shoot a, a world record deer or catch the biggest bass, and you could put I mean, it. That'd be badass. Yeah, <laughs> and you can you can you can post it on this Facebook page for everybody to see. And yeah. you know, my daughter Heather actually, when my brother passed, she said, uh, "Dad, you know." Because I don't have any social media. It's mm-hmm. just, um, you know, like I said, I'm an older guy, and that's not my cup of tea. And when we started this, she's like, Dad, you have to get on social media to get the word out about what you're doing. And I said, you lost your mind. <laughs> she and, was right, though. Yeah, and yeah. she was. But there, we have, and to get to the point of the story, as me and Cern have talked about, there's people that support us uh, every year, I mean, constantly wanting to do stuff for us, that aren't necessarily hunters or outdoorsmen. And that's the amazing thing is that they think enough about this foundation, what we're doing, that they, you know, continue to help us yeah. because it's not all about hunting. And, you know, I will never apologize for being a hunter. I mean, I, I, there's nothing more I love doing than sitting in my tree stand. But if, if you don't want to do it, hey, that's yep. your, your choice. But my choice is to do it. Agreed. And that's, that's what my brother John loved. Yeah. So when this – you know, when this happened, me and Cerna didn't know anything about a 501c3. We didn't know anything about sporting clay shoots, <laughs> you know, but we was like, we're not doing a golf tournament. He didn't golf. He didn't play poker. You know, we actually, this past year, we ended up doing a bike ride. You know, he didn't ride Harley, but we ended up, you know, I had a, a friend kept reaching out. He's like, dude, we need to do a bike ride. We need to do a bike ride. So last year was our first bike ride, and it turned out pretty successful. So I say, those people turn up. They do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah bikers I, turn up. Yeah, so, but just the people that want to be involved, that they're not necessarily outdoorsmen, but they don't, you know, nobody, you know, puts down our way of life, so to speak. Yeah, that's awesome. And to reiterate, by the way, the 363 Hunt Club, you can find it on Facebook uh, and Instagram, which I don't know. Yeah, you. it's the last yeah. post is on Instagram, and it's 363, the three numbers, and then Hunt Club. Uh, which, by the way, if anybody didn't catch Jim say that, that was that was John's badge number. So you know, it's really cool to to see this not only start you know in sixteen or in fifteen, uh, right after he passed away. I mean, now we're what six years into it now. Mm-hmm. You know, October I guess will be six years. Yeah. So um, you know, it continues to grow. It sounds like you continue to sponsor Jim. You were you were telling me on the phone the first time we talked. It's it's amazing that you know more people don't know about it, and you know that you're you're having to try to find kids to do things for, or find people to do scholarships for, and you know this is this is an, an organization that your sole purpose is to get kids or or older kids, I guess, in in the event of a Young scholarship mm-hmm. involved in the outdoors one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you know we've got. You've got your clay shoot. You've got just basically different events that might be something that you are able to get involved with every year. Um, you know, whether it be like a bow hunting club or a bow hunting um, retreat, I guess you'd call it, like you did right. the first year. You might get approached with something this year that's just new and different, and somebody wants to involve you in it. And, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we we still do the bow camp every year. Sure. Uh, when the story John was telling, we was actually uh, did some stuff with uh, raised a full draw. Mm-hmm. And uh, the camps are down at the E3 Ranch, which is the ranch of Adam LaRoche. He's a mm-hmm. former Major League Baseball player, and he's a, he's a one of the buck commanders. He's just mm-hmm. an avid outdoorsman. And uh, 
he still does a camp down there, but I think they went another direction. So we're still sponsoring kids at that camp, but we do a bow hunting camp every year. Uh, conservation is sort of in a flux right now with the discover nature girls camp because of, uh, funding and COVID and all that. So, uh, we still have money allotted for them. But like I said, you know, when I reached out to you, people that enjoy hunting in the outdoors, is just, you know, we could be sitting wherever at McDonald's and, start talking about deer hunting yeah and both of us are excited and so you know it's yeah, we especially with this last year with with everyone buying every camping Jiminy's, gizmo yep. that's out there <laughs> oh, you yeah. know everyone's hitting which is fantastic for us because uh you know people are really realizing what the outdoor in nature means to people mm-hmm. it's yep. just not about hunting and fishing it could be camping it could be hiking i mean it's everything canoeing yep you name it and yeah. it's just a common connection. I mean, like I was saying, that, you know, you just connect with somebody over. It's a story about a deer hunt or a fishing trip or whatever the case may be. Yep. You know, and when I reached out to you, like I said, we didn't know each other from nothing. And nope. the first thing you said was, yeah, man, I'm all in. So what do we need to do? And, you know, here we are. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it, what's cool is the outdoors means something different to everybody, even in the same area. Like my dad is a... My dad loves fly fishing. He don't eat fish. <laughs> so he literally catch a trout and he release it. And he just loves to fish. That's all he, he does. He could do that all he day, could do it every day. All day, every day. Since and, I've known Jim, yeah, pretty close, six years, he's literally spent more time in the woods than anyone I've ever been around in my life. And he's never thrown an arrow down way at all. So, I mean, I don't know if that's a good coincidence, but same thing. I'm, I'm going to step back here. He bow, he bow hunts, but he doesn't shoot any arrows. So. You're just being picky. That's yeah. all there is to it. Right. Between him and right. my brother Mike, yeah. my brother Mike's, he, you know, me and him and John and my nephew Michael, uh, we'd always try to f- film each other. Uh-huh. You know, we, we thought we was the next you know, big outdoor TV show, you know, no, so we're just doing it for memories, but, you know, but anyway, we'd always try to film each other. So my brother, Mike, he'd be out there and it'd be, you know, December and, you know, eight degrees and we'd have, you know, 130 inch deer walk by or something. You know, I'm, I'm gonna let him walk. He's like, man, you better start shooting these deer. <laughs> <laughs> so then if you got do a shoot, lot of we'll, footage, yep. yeah, we got a lot of footage. That's like telling yeah. me, so you're not a deer hunter. You're a video guy. Right. Yeah. I said, why don't you video? All you do is film. It's, and it's the same thing with deer hunting. Like you were saying, you're an avid bow hunter and we are too, uh-huh. but boy, it chaps my ass when, you know, uh, like a bow hunter looks down at a gun hunter or a, a bow hunter looks down at a crossbow hunter, you yeah. know, which I don't do, but who am I to say how you choose to right. use your tag? I yeah. mean, you paid for the damn thing. It's your tag. Why is it my place? And boy, I mean, you do, you see people arguing all the time and oh, I mean, yeah. I get it. I, I'm not saying I don't like bow hunting over rifle hunting, but you know, I picked the boomstick up plenty of times in my life as well. Oh, yeah. So um that's what's cool about the outdoors even even deer hunting or fishing or anything i mean they all have so many small meanings inside their own little communities which is pretty cool and so you can reach so many people um but and you were right everybody was outdoors this year yeah i mean we went elk hunting and it was like oh it was crazy it was like (laughs) one of my walking through new york city in the middle of the back country (laughs) one of my customers is uh, a local uh they sell campers and stuff like that. And I was going in there talking to him one day and he said sales were up a thousand percent. 
Wow. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you can do that, but right. yeah, it's just ridiculous. take your sales. Yeah. And multiply right. them times 1000. I know, but in, you know, a year time, <laughs> it's pretty it's impressive. impressive. <laughs> pretty impressive. So. It's just crazy. COVID didn't ruin everything for everybody. Yeah. No. Yeah. Some people really had a good year. Yeah. That's all we've been hearing it about. Showed though, us is what our nature is. Yeah. Nature the economy is human so bad. What they are. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to a little more normal, you know, what you used to be and, you know, that sort of stuff. It's, um, and that's uh, that's awesome. You telling me a story about um, before we started about these hog hunts. You just got back from one, actually. Right. We were going to record um, like last month or a few weeks ago, and you said, "Well, I actually yeah. I can't. I'm going to be down in uh, Oklahoma. I don't know Oklahoma." And is that the same trip that you guys normally go on? Yeah, or had well, started going on with John. Yeah, we do a uh, a yearly trip. Like a, mm-hmm. uh, I was telling you earlier, I had never. I've always wanted to hog hunt. You know, just something that, you know, we don't get to do up here. And this started, you know, some years back when there wasn't any hogs here yeah. that in Missouri. Now they're getting some. But back then there was nothing. I'm okay with not hunting them here, yeah. by the way. Oh, I'm yeah. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. South. Quit tearing, don't tear nothing up around here. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so I have a buddy that was a, a pro staff guy, and uh, he asked me to go on a hog hunt with him. So I ended up going, and it was a blast. So when I come back, I told my brothers, you know, I had, like I said, you know, there's we had – eight children in my family and uh my older brother passed in 2004 but my brother mark john and uh mike i was like hey we need to do this hog hunting trip every year this is a fun it's a Mm -hmm. you know a cheap hunt it's a a quick you know a weekend hitter i said you ain't gotta you know break the bank or be gone for you know take vacation we can go down and do it plus it's uh you know there's Plenty you, to shoot. You're going to get oh, the yeah. shoot. Yeah, so. you're, yeah, you're going to let an arrow fly, Serna. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so we did it the first year. And uh, and it was me and, you know, my brothers and then Serna and uh, his son, I think. Didn't Tony go that year? Second year. Okay, so we, you know, just a group of us. And we went and everybody had a blast. I mean, I don't remember if Serna or my brother John, we were, we were out there and – this I, it's the weirdest thing i was had my camcorder i was bow hunting mm-hmm. and they were all gun hunting and uh so i got down on my stand they was doing a drive so i was just walking with my bow and i was videoing everybody and then was it you or john that shot that pig running i did yeah he was he was on my shoulder videotaping yeah him. i was walking behind him and the guy that we was with is actually a bear guide out of canada and he was working this place in texas mm. in the off seasons so He's like, yeah, these pigs are going to be up in this corner. He said, they're going to bust that across this. So I'm like, okay. So I'm walking behind Cerna, and these pigs break out up in this open pasture. And, I mean, they're, what, 200 and something yeah, yards out far. there, and they're just full tilt running. Cerna throws his gun up. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get this guy messing up bad. Man, he shoots, and this thing head over heel just <laughs> flops him. I'm like, holy cow. Yep. What'd you shoot it with? You remember? Thirty out six. Nice. So we keep on talking because we, we don't go on you know hunting trips every year and stuff, and we keep on saying we need to go down there and just kill some. Yeah, hogs, I got a buddy that keeps. He just went and he's like, man, it's not expensive. It's, yeah, it's not. You know, I don't know why what's holding us back. We need to do it. We go. Sure. You guys go with us next year. <laughs> All right. I, I I got a spot that I, I mean I guarantee if you if you come back and say you didn't have a good time you're lying. <laughs> right. It's, it's unreal. Yeah, it's a blast. Yeah, but they can keep them down south. I will say yeah. that. Oh like yeah, that. they. You can see some of the the damage they do down there. Right. It's unreal. It's unreal. I guess if you ever want to extinct a population of pigs, unleash them on Missouri farmers. They might get rid of them really yeah. quickly. <laughs> well, I don't know. Texas is having a hard yeah, time. Yeah, say doing Texas it too. and Oklahoma don't like them either. Hey, yeah. you guys ever tried the helicopter hunting? 
I would like to try that. Yes, that or I would fun. like to ride in the helicopter with the guy that's shooting the hogs because yeah. I would miss him. But it'd be cool to be there. Yeah, it's, you seen have, those videos? I don't have the bankroll for that. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, I'm sure that's not cheap. That's a high dollar. Yeah. What if you just ask? I just want to go on a ride. I don't even want to hunt. Just let me I watch. I don't know if you can find that much ammunition to go shoot them in a helicopter. Especially, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. nowadays. <laughs> the price of that thing just went up because them guys shoot like 300 rounds. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll watch every time I see one of the videos. They all sit there and watch it until it's I, over. I was watching one, I think it was last night or the night before, but they were in a side-by-side, and they had it all rigged up with lights, and they were chasing them down in the fields, and you just hear pop, 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 just going after him. He had, you know, like a laser or whatnot. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah. The good part is they're actually pretty good to eat. Yeah. Believe it or yeah. not. Yeah, I've they had really it before. I've, I've had some buddies go. And they, not, did they prepare eat. it up for you down there and all that? We, we I, I don't know what they did on their last – but we brought ours back and smoked them. Yeah. We actually brought them to the state fire station. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. They, they took them at the station. I yeah. remember that. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, and I mean, this is just all – it's a perfect way to continue John's legacy, you know, moving forward for hopefully – for a long, long time, you know, well after all of us are gone, hopefully. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, I and, mean, uh, we have the shirts. When we go down there, we'll have, I think this year was like the fifth annual John V. Mesh hog hunt. You know, have a big old ugly pig face on it. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, it's cool. something we plan on doing. So what can people do to get involved, either if they want to be part of one of the groups or if they want to help, uh, you know, contribute? What can somebody do to do that? Well, they can reach out to us, uh, like Cerna said, uh, johnvmesh.org, and send us an email or our 363 Hunt Club and reach out to us, send us a message. Okay. Whether you're a parent and your kid is uh, looking at a career in conservation or, you know, he's wanting to, and you need some help with tuition or whatever the case may be, because what we found out is that these kids that are wanting these scholarships, like we just had a young man that's going to Mo State and, uh, he wants to be a conservation agent okay. and he's doing it for the love of the outdoors. He's not doing it because he's going to become a millionaire. Oh, we, he, know, yeah. we know that. Right. Yeah. That so was the wrong choice, buddy. Yeah. He wants <laughs> yeah. to, he just loves the outdoors, yeah. right. uh-huh. you know, and the kids, uh, his resume was unbelievable. Yeah. We always need sponsors, uh, donated items for our shoot. Uh, like I said, that's our biggest fundraiser is mm-hmm. the shoot. So, um, if you want to sign up and actually come out and participate, if you want to donate any type of items, you have a, you know, we get a lot of guys that make some type of outdoor knickknack and they donate to us so we they can get their product out. Yeah. You know, uh, we have a list of all of our sponsors on our website. Uh, if you put on any type of camp, whether it be hunting, fishing, camping, canoeing, anything that needs, you know, some sponsorship mm-hmm. just reach out to us uh, i mean we we are always looking uh to get anyone involved with anything outdoors just for that reason so we can keep john's name alive so my son or his daughters could carry on and carry on carry on when we're too oh, old to, do, old it. to yeah. do it yep old and decrepit hopefully i mean that's the whole purpose of it you know just like you know being here tonight is uh you know, just to help get the word out about the scholarship. And if, you know, if people want to help us, you know, God bless you. We're more than willing to take the, the help, you know, or donate. Or But if you, you need or you're wanting a scholarship, uh, you know, that that we're, we're here for that too. We do. We have money set aside that we can give to kids. Yeah. So it's just, 
anything outdoor related and and stuff like that it, it just i don't know how to explain it just yeah that's that's the perfect way to put it and we'll we'll tag all your stuff when we release this episode with you guys if people forget how to get a hold of you they can get a hold of us you know if their listeners are ours and they remember ah what was that thing you know they can get a hold of us and we can let them know how to get a hold of you um but you know just remember the name john v mesh yep and all you gotta do is google it and it's the first thing that shows up right you know um well i guess if you googled his name other stuff might show up first but i Not typed in john yeah. v mesh memorial and boom there it was yeah. so you know if you remember the name john v mesh that's who this is for this is who this is memory of a memory of and um you'll be able to uh to help out and i think it's a great way to um you know continue on his legacy you know that's that's a that's the true meaning of a brother a blood brother and a brother of the fire service who um you probably felt like you guys are brothers the minute you you started working together so um we appreciate you guys coming out and talking about it and hopefully we can get you guys some more um supporters you know, supporters and, and things like kids that. and all that sort yeah. of thing so yeah and it's just not for missouri i mean i know yeah, this is missouri woods and water podcast uh but this is a nationwide uh non-profit organization um like their shoot is in lenexa kansas every year and uh they've done many things in different states yep. um we had a couple of kids from montana yeah we, we sponsored yep, a, yep. A, a bow hunting camp in montana iowa uh, you know the deal with mizzou now we uh we just recently um became a sponsor with the Pope and Young Club. Nice. You know, which is all about, yep. you know, their their deal is to getting kids in. To actually, archery is their, you know, nothing but right. it's outdoor-related. So mm-hmm. anything outdoor-related is up our alley. Makes know. it easy because there's a lot of stuff you guys can do. I mean, yeah. it's never um, – We're not one-dimensional. Yeah, and it's never boring at that yeah. point. Yeah. You know, you Absolutely. can oh, – well, I've never tried that. I guess we can – Give that a shot, you know, gives you a chance to do some different things. So, well, we we appreciate you guys coming on and talking about John's um, foundation, talking about John a little bit. I know it's probably not the easiest thing to to keep reliving uh, things, but, you know, I think it gives those people, you know, in the state especially that might not have, you know, if you're from St. Louis, you might not have been as involved in in knowing about what happened that day as as we were more in Kansas City, but – um, kind of gives people that reminder of what happened and the good that came out of it um, to be able to to continue to his legacy. And I'm kind of looking at some of the pictures on the Instagram page as we're talking. It's it's cool. There's a bloody arrow right there. Yeah, that's my, is yeah, that? That's me from is my, that yours? Is yeah, that the one you, you couldn't cut yourself shaving? Is that, yeah. <laughs> is that the one you couldn't pull your bow back? Yeah, that's on why I couldn't hunger? let go. That's yeah. the one that cut the hog's heart and heart in half last weekend. Oh, look at that! Your your uh, yeah, your got, wraps are John V. Mess wraps. Yep, and they got the Hunt Club logo on them yeah, right I there. Saw that. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, that's from Boning Archery. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, well, you guys got anything else before we hop off? I just I appreciate I mean, the time. Yeah, appreciate the time, and it's you know that night for you know my family, and obviously the, the Kansas City Fire Department was a tragedy, but there has been so much good done, and I have met so many people. Uh, you know, I knew Cerna, uh, you know, before this happened. And unfortunately, you know him a little better now. Right. What you're but, saying. I mean, there's times <laughs> we spend more time together than, uh, you know, we spend with our families. Yeah. And that wouldn't have been the case if, if my brother was still alive because, you know, bro code, that's your brother's buddy. You know him, you, you know. Yeah. But you're not, you know, I didn't hunt with them guys. I had my buddies I hunted with, yep. you know. But 
I've, we've just met so many generous people, so many good people. Uh, you know, the fire department's been great to us and, uh, we just can't thank everybody enough. You know, a lot of good has come out of a horrible tragedy. Yeah. We'll keep doing it. We we're behind you guys and we'll do whatever we can for you. And, uh, you know, keep, keep doing this for as many kids and, and young folks as, as we can. Sounds great. All right. Thanks guys. Thank, thank you. you. Alrighty, that's the show. Thanks for uh, giving us a listen. Uh, you know, we really wanted to take the time to highlight, you know, some of these local charities and foundations and stuff like that. And the John Mesh Foundation, it's, I mean, it's an awesome, awesome deal that they're doing. And we appreciate them coming on the show so that we could highlight that for them. So. Yeah. So everybody make sure to check them out at um, their Instagram pages. So their Instagram and their uh, Facebook pages are the 363 Hunt Club. And then their, their website is johnvmesh.org. Uh, so check out their website. And I think they got Twitter too, but I'm not on Twitter. So good luck on that one. Find it yourself. <laughs> um, you know, check those out. Um, they try to post some cool stuff. Uh, neither John or Jim are big social media guys. Uh, so, you know, they don't... Uh, do a whole lot but they've got some cool stuff on there so um, we follow them and then uh, check out their website for information about upcoming upcoming events yeah uh, like they said on the show they do their annual shoot on uh, september 11th this year mm-hmm. um i guess it's probably similar every year but um they'll be having it again this year it's hopefully in, hopefully we can make it out to this one uh, we're gonna try it's in the it's in our general area it's in lenexa kansas yeah so not too um, far so it's only about an hour from here uh from where we're sitting right now at least. So we're going to try to make it out to that. And um, otherwise, just to get involved however you can. Uh, It doesn't have to be with them. Just get involved. Take a kid hunting. Yeah. Go outside. Go outside. (laughs) Go freaking fishing. Yeah. Take a walk. Walk on a trail. Yeah. Do something. (laughs) Um, And I'm guessing anybody listening to this is probably doing those things. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome. But uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we hope you all enjoyed it. Have a good one. See ya.